This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis coming out again with another study from God's Word. And we're looking there at a subject. We're dealing with the Holy Spirit. And we're looking today, have been for a day or two, on how the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit according to the Word of God. You can't go wrong in the Word of God, my friend, but this is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the old Trailblazer, poor old sinner saved by grace. And I've been the pastor here at Radio Missions now for about 25 years after Pastor Shelton and Pastor Gale passed on to go be with the Lord. And I'm coming on down not long ago, had a, my birthday was 93 years old. And folk, folks say I ought to quit. Well, we don't quit here. We burn out, but we don't rust out. I met a fellow, a pastor, one of my friends that I love, in a drugstore the other day. And he said, well, you know, Brother Pendorvis, I'm retired. I'm 65 years old and I'm retired. I said, well, I'm 93 and I ain't thought about retiring. How about that? How about that? Kind of embarrassed him. But I, I pray for those fellows. I pray for every good, sound preacher in this world. I do, in this country. Praying, asking the Lord to give them the truth. Our, our, our motto here is the voice of truth. The truth. God's inerrant, absolute, unbroken word of God. That's what we preach. That's what we preach. I'm putting out that little pamphlet on what we most surely preach. I'll be glad to send it to you if you'd ask me for it. Now, uh, let me get back to our study. I'm going to pick up where we left off. If you understand clearly the Spirit's indwelling, you will not go wrong on the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. But do not seek the Holy Spirit in salvation. Listen. You don't seek the Holy Spirit. There's no such a thing as seeking the Holy Spirit. Now, I'll, I'll take my eternal destiny with no fear at all that you do not seek the Holy Spirit. You, you, can't, it's, you can't do it. It's just don't, it just don't happen, my friend. Just, you don't seek the Holy Spirit in salvation. Then the Holy Spirit leads you to Christ when he saves you. You do not pray for the Holy Spirit in salvation. You believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. It is the Holy Spirit, listen now, it is the Holy Spirit who applies to the heart the work of the Christ, the work of Christ on the cross. But the Holy Spirit applies that to your heart and uh, brings salvation. The very moment Christ is made real to that heart, of the sinner as his Savior, his substitute, the Redeemer, listen, and as his Redeemer, the blood is applied to that sinner's heart, and he is made clean. The Holy Spirit comes in to dwell. He does that, listen, without you asking him to. He does it without you asking him to, my friend. Get that. Dr. Copeland says, get that. Well, who is Dr. Copeland? Well, he was a great friend of ours, a great old evangelist over in Waco, Texas. He was in seventh who's who of America, most brilliant man i ever been around. And he'd preach for us once in a while, but he'd bring out a truth. He'd say, now get that. Now get that. I carried him home a couple of times, went and got him a couple of home time. He lived in Waco, Texas. Dead and gone on to be with the Lord now, praise the Lord for it. But listen, let me say again. With all the emphasis on my soul, the individual who prays for the Holy Spirit, seeks the Holy Spirit for salvation, does not receive the Holy Spirit, but receives a demon spirit. 
This demon spirit coming in to, to dwell gives the individual a great experience. Many times, cleans up the house of what we call S-I-N-S. This experience to the individual is real and sometimes they have never experienced before. Oh, my friend, if you just listen, would you listen? <clears throat> listen now, we're going to go back. Therefore, when you begin to talk with them about the Holy Spirit's conviction and the Holy Spirit revealing you sin nature, brings you to the place of lost guilt to sinner, an all-sufficient Savior as one who paid your sin debt on the cross, they don't know what you're talking about. They don't. I understand it. They don't know. I was there. No. Listen. The blood is the dividing line. I mentioned that before. The blood is makes a difference. Usually that individual thinks himself superior to others. They develop a more holier-than-thou. Yes, I'm sure. This brings them to the first main point of today's study. This brings us there. To the main point, first main point, study. The Holy Spirit in you to make Christ real. The Holy Spirit is bringing a sinner to Christ, opens first the sinner's heart to let him see his need, his need of Christ, his need of a Savior, his need of salvation. Let me give you this thought. You don't wake up in the morning sit on the side of the bed and say, Mama, I'm going down to the road to get to see a doctor. I just need to go to the doctor. No, you don't do that. But you wake up next day, sun shining bright, kind of cloudy a little bit, but your head is aching, your throat is sore, your back's sore. You say, Mama, get me an appointment with the doctor. I'm sick. Just the way it is, you never come to Christ until you see your need, my friend. That's what Holy Spirit conviction is, my friends. Seeking the Lord because you need a Savior. You need a, You need to be redeemed. Oh, listen, we sang that song, Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it. The Holy Spirit in bringing a sinner to Christ opens first the sinner's heart to let him see his need of Christ his need of pardon, his need of cleansing, his need of perfect righteousness, his need of deliverance from the power of Satan. Then, when the Holy Spirit has opened the sinner's eyes, his eyes, and his heart to see his need of Christ, he directs the sinner's attention to Christ, crucified, buried, risen, as lifted up in the Scriptures, and not to himself. When the Holy Spirit reveals Christ to the heart of a sinner for salvation, it is not an ecstatic rapture. No, no, it's not a mental image, but it's the Lord Jesus Christ crucified, buried, and written. It's a fact, my friend. It's a truth. It's great truth being exposed to the poor old sinner that Christ died for him and for me. And for you, if you come to him, you ask me, Trailblazer, what is salvation? What is salvation? Well, the word salvation means deliverance. And that's what it is, a deliverance from sin, from self, and, and many other things, my friend. But let's go on. Let's get on with our study. We're getting close to this end. Then when the Holy Spirit opens that sinner's eyes to see his need of Christ, he directs a sinner's attention to the Lord as being crucified, buried, and risen, 
has lifted up in the scriptures and not not no not to himself. Then the Holy Spirit reveals Christ to the heart of that sinner for salvation. It's not some ecstatic rapture. No, it's not a feeling. It's not a mental image. But it's the Lord Jesus Christ crucified, buried, and risen as set forth in God's word. In other words, my friend, Christ is made a living reality to that human heart as his all-sufficient Lord and Savior. It is not the illumination of the Holy Spirit that the sinner sees. It is the object revealed in the light of the, as the Holy Spirit. Listen, my friend, and the one object is Christ. When the born-again believer is not, is not taken up with the Holy Spirit, he does not talk about it. Now, let me go back and read that again. Then the born-again believer is not taken up with the Holy Spirit. He does not talk about receiving the Holy Spirit. He does not talk about the illumination of the Holy Spirit. No, his own theme of conversion is Christ. Christ who died, who died for me, brother, who died for you if you'd trust him, if you'd come to him. Listen now, listen. Oh, Christ is one who died for me. Christ who paid my sin debt. Did you know you owe a sin debt, my friend? Did you know the moment that you come into this world, you're a sinner? You inherit everything Adam and Eve had. They were sinners, and you're a sinner. Oh, don't call me a sinner. I've had folks tell me, don't call me a sinner. I preach on the radio a lot. People tell me that, don't call me. They call you and say, don't call me a sinner, trailblazer. I'm not no sinner. Well, you are. I'm a sinner, just a saved sinner. Are you just a lost sinner or a saved sinner? Can you go back to the time and the place when the Holy Spirit moved on your heart to show you yourself? Did you know you were a rotten piece of something? You are by nature. I'm telling you, we all are. And uh, the Lord knows it and the Holy Spirit knows it. But only when the Holy Spirit is directed by the Lord Jesus Christ to come to your heart, move upon your heart, my friend. Listen, Christ, my coming, ruling king. Now, listen. John sixteen thirteen, how be it when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. No, he won't speak of himself, my friend, but, with whos- but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Oh, my friend, it is the constant work of the indwelling Holy Spirit to take take the things of Christ and reveal them unto the born-again believer. What a, what a gracious day it's been. Bringing to these studies, I'm just running out of time. Today, I'll be back tomorrow, tomorrow Friday, Dan. We've got to get back to the barn. But, my friends, I hope you listen. Don't don't be critical of the old trailblazer. Don't cuss me and fuss at me. I, I'm bringing you God's word, thus saith the Lord. I'll be glad to talk with you. Anytime you like to just sit down and discuss something. Oh, yeah, I have people call me old kook, old kook, old crackpot. 
Yeah, people call me a crackpot. I said, Willie Lord, crack my pot a long time ago. And uh, it, it, it don't help you to call me a crackpot. You don't. I've got, I got some other things I can tell you about. It. But listen, this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Mission. Been here about 25, 26 years. And the Lord has been gracious to me day by day, day by day. And uh, I wish you'd pray for me. I wish you'd pray for my family. I have a daughter that's not saved yet. I hope by the time you hear this broadcast, she'll be praising the Lord. And then I have great, great grandchildren and five, nine great grandchildren. Do you have any, my friend? Let me know. I'll be praying for them. The greatest thing in this life is to be saved. But remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, W-A-L-K-E-R, Walker, Louisiana, little old hick town. Got three or four red lights now. But then my phone number, air code 225-664-8658. People tell me they like the old homespun, old-time, old-fashioned gospel message that we bring. We don't flower up the truth. It's already flower. It's already there. It's already truth. And we have a broadcast we call the voice of truth, the voice of the inerrant, absolute, unbroken God's word. But remember my mailing address? Post Office Box 1810. Well, let me give you my website. That's more important. Radiomissions.org. We just rearranged it and put on some new material there. But it's the same old same old call letters. Radio Radiomissions.org. And then my telephone number, air code 225-664-8658. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday. Most of the time, unless I'm going to the doctor, but I'm just about to be released from the doctor in the next few days. Maybe by the time you hear this message, I'll be released. So God bless you, my friend. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you praying for me. Goodbye, and God bless you. The Old Trailblazer broadcast is evaluating response from our area. If you want Pastor Pendarvis to remain on the air, email or call the ministry today. Email pastor at radiomissions.org. That's pastor at radiomissions.org. Or call 225-664-8658. 225-664-8658. Let the old Trailblazer broadcast know you want the program to continue airing on this station.